Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, Stone, before we start a Dog Bleep Monday, may I please have some breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news on ESPN 1063 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The new AP Top 25 college basketball poll is out. Florida Atlantic was number 19 last week. FAU moves up six spots to number 13 in the AP Top 25. Florida Atlantic after wins over Butler, number 12, Texas A&M, and Virginia Tech yesterday, winning the ESPN Events Invitational. Dusty May's squad is number 13 in the nation with Liberty, a mid-major giant, coming in on Thursday to Boca Raton. Number 13. I think that's fair. I think think that's fair. Up six after losing to Bryant just uh, nine days ago. Uh, that was a big week for uh, for FAU and a fair ranking right there. Uh, I think financial. Our community needs your help. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. Improve the lives of children and families in our communities each year. The I Think Community Foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches. Children in need can come and enjoy activities, treats, and a special guest from the North Pole. Who could that be? Donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a Jingle Bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org slash locations to find your branch or call 800-873-5100. That's ithinkfinancial, ithinkfi.org. Quick question, Stone. Would you find penguins at the North Pole? Mm. Come Um, Come on. You would not. Correct. They're only uh, in yeah. the uh, they're only in the South Pole. Indigenous to the uh, Antarctica region. Correct. Um, I've been on record about this. I know we're not allowed to, and we shouldn't because mm-hmm. it's probably illegal. Mm-hmm. Just wondering. Did you hunt a penguin? No, no, I have not hunted a oh, penguin. Okay. I thought just, you poached a penguin. I've just floated this idea out there. Penguin sandwich. <laughs> Who says no? Shabbat bread, Munster cheese. Too fatty. Melting over. No, no. Probably too fatty because they live in an Arctic environment. You have to find a, a, the, layer the, blub, right way. the layer of blubber. Well, I don't know you if they have blubber, but I think they're probably. You uh, cook that out. Uh, penguins have, they have blubber. blubber for sure, but you could, you're not going to eat the blubber. You're not, right. You know, Do penguins have blubber? 888 Do penguins have blubber? Don't do this, kids. Don't go out and try it. I am not advocating for eating penguin. I'm just saying penguin meat that is, is a bizarre, likely delectable. Well, that's a, Let's keep it moving. That's a bizarre protein, though, to desire to consume. Penguins also, if you think about it, no, let's not get into it. Yeah. <laughs> no, what are you thinking about, Theo? No. What exactly <laughs> are you thinking about? They're probably... The, the meat is refrigerated already. All right. They're easy to catch. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's well, a penguin's fair. not getting away from me. That's true. So it's not about, you don't have to hunt a penguin. I don't need a harpoon. It's just your own Pick it man. up and choke it out. <laughs> just strangle it to death. Part up the old Google machine here. Uh-huh. Do penguins have blubber? Yes. <laughs> a thick layer of blubber. Uh, never mind. And tightly packed oily feathers are ideal uh, for colder temperatures. See, what I'm saying is that the oil in the blubber probably does not make it a good yes, meat. But you don't eat the blubber. You don't eat the, the blubber only enhances the flavor. But it's it gives like, it a more robust. They're no, way too cute savory. to eat. You know, they are cute. And, but pigs what, are cute. Pigs are very cute. And we eat those things every day. Uh, what I would say, though, is that there's a reason that, that humans generally don't eat seal 
or walrus or polar bear. It's because blubber. Blubber's not good. Blubber's hard to get through in order to prepare meat. Yeah, it's probably a lot more uh, difficult to fight through to, to get <laughs> your hands on, but I'm just saying. All right, that's fair. There's I, a Noted. Noted that Theo is is proposing a penguin sandwich. And I'm not the first one to do it, so let's just keep it moving. <laughs> right. And one of these days, if I'm a visionary, sure, I'll take credit for it. Uh, all right, uh, time now for a, uh, a Dog Believe Monday. Coach Sala, why don't you open the door? Um, yeah, it's dog <laughs> Theo, last night, a glaring omission from NBC's Sunday Night Football. We had uh, the Chargers and the Ravens last night from SoFi Stadium. By the way, quick note, uniform note, I thought the Chargers uniforms last night were were killer. <laughs> yeah. They were excellent. Yeah. So much better than uh, the performance of the Chargers and or Justin Herbert. Uh, but... At the start of the broadcast, Mike Tirico, who is typically partnered with Chris Collinsworth in the booth on national television, Mike Tirico informed us, the American viewing public, that Chris Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth was was not in attendance because, well, he just wanted to be with his family for the holidays. Here's Mike Tirico. I apologize. I had to Maria Taylor up. You're going to have to give me a second here. That's fine. Mike Tirico in the booth. Typically with Chris Collinsworth Mike and Mike Tirico explaining why no Chris Collinsworth last night. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, enjoying the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend with his family. Great to have Jason Garrett off the football night in America sitting with us. Welcome, Coach. Hey, Mike, it's great to be here with you. What a night. So so let's just hear that one more time. Mike Tirico explicitly says that uh, Chris Collinsworth not there because he's spending the rest of Thanksgiving with his family. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, enjoying the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend with his family. Great there Jason Garrett. The rest oh. of Thanksgiving weekend with his family. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. Um, because just a couple of moments earlier on the NBC broadcast, we heard from his son, a member of his family, Jack Collinsworth, on NBC. Collinsworth, who you guys rolling with? Yeah, I'm with you. I just think the Ravens, they have a clean, old-school winning formula. That dominant defense, the ground game, number one ground game in the league. I'm going Baltimore as well. So why is Jack Collinsworth there? If Chris Collinsworth is actually spending the rest of Thanksgiving weekend with his family, a pivotal member of his family is his son, Jack. So Chris Collinsworth doesn't appear to actually be spending time with his family. Mike Tirico lied to us. Well, you don't know how many families Chris Collinsworth has. (laughs) Boom. You know what? To each their own. You're right. I'm being judgmental. Uh, So I found that a bit odd, but it did open the door for an all-world performance from Jason Garrett last night. The former Dallas Cowboys head coach uh, took over Chris Collinsworth's seat alongside Mike Tirico on NBC, and it did not disappoint because not only, not only did Jason Garrett just like giggle after every single piece of analysis that he gave in very uncomfortable and nervous fashion, he also made a very uncomfortable comment about Maria Taylor that Mike Tirico hilariously just bulldozed right through during the course of the game. All right, Maria, thank you. I'm sure they missed you terribly in the studio That's today. my buddy Maria right yeah, there. That's right. I see. Sims was happy to get rid of you. Yeah, you know that. I know he was. I'm happy to get rid of him. <laughs> Maria looks great, doesn't she? Devin and Maria back there in the studio. It'll be a touchback. Oh, God. So they're having a good old cackle. They're laughing about the fact uh, that that, that, that you've got some jabs being thrown between Jason Garrett and and Chris Sims. (laughs) Oh, man, just palling it up. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
Maria Taylor looks great, doesn't she? I want to listen to it one more time because it comes out of nowhere. It's extremely jarring because Jason Garrett is commenting on the looks of NBC studio host Maria Taylor. But listen closely to Mike Tirico's reaction, which is to just completely ignore it and move on. All right, Maria, thank you. I'm sure they missed you terribly in the studio That's today. my buddy Maria right yeah, there. That's right. I said, Sims was happy to get rid of you. Yeah, you know that. I know he was. I'm happy to get rid of him. <laughs> Maria looks great, doesn't she? Devin and Maria back there in the studio. It'll be a touchback. <laughs> oh, man. What is Jason Garrett doing? What is he doing? He's there. What are you doing, man? Ah, Maria Taylor looks great. My brother... You have been in media for several years now. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't. If you think Please that don't. the dress looks good, you think yeah. Maria looks good, you know what? Tell her off to the side. Yeah. No, don't, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Don't well, even do that. You can do it. You got to do it in the right way. Like, hey, it's a nice dress, Maria. Yeah, right, right. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, but that That's almost, it. let's just hear it one more time because it almost sounds like. It almost sounds like he's jonesing yeah, for no, Maria he, Taylor. Yeah, There's some was, thirst behind oh, this, right? Yeah, and this is a problem. This is problematic, Jason. All right, Maria, thank you. I'm sure they missed you terribly in the studio That's today. That's my buddy Maria right yeah, there. That's right. <laughs> Sims was happy to get rid of you. Yeah, you know that. I know he was. I'm happy to get rid of him. <laughs> Maria looks great, doesn't she? Devin and Maria back there in the studio. Having, they're having like a boys moment, just like laughing, joking around, and yeah. then it's listening to it again. It's so jarring. My it comes goodness. completely out of left field, just bludgeons you in the temple. Boy, Maria looks great, doesn't she? And uh, last, just, I mean, oh my god! Last night was the first night that I, I realized that like Jason Garrett has like Sleepy Joe vibes. Yeah, like, it's just like it's older. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's, He's it's, got old man sensibilities. Yeah, like uh, hey, uh, Mike. <laughs> boy, do I miss Chris Sims? My God, look at yeah. those legs. Yeah, like it's just, it's not good. You right. can't do that. He, it was, you could tell by the way he said it and when he said it, as he was exasperating from that laugh. That is just was on yeah, his mind. Yeah, you're right. It was just yeah, on his mind. Because like, he's laughing, he, and then he uh, abru- he's like, ha, 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 ha. Maria Taylor looks so good. Like, it, it, it was all pent up. Yeah, yeah let's, let's listen one more time to Jason Garrett cutting off mid-laugh so we can point out on national television just how damn good Maria Taylor looks. All right, Maria, thank you. I'm sure they missed you terribly in the studio That's today. That's my buddy Maria right yeah, there. That's right. Sims was happy to get rid of you. Yeah, you know that. I know he was. I'm happy to get rid of him. <laughs> Maria looks great, doesn't she? Devin and Maria back there in the studio. No, right. I mean, she was no you, longer part of the conversation. No, no, they, so, they, right. She, you, you can, that Maria Taylor part of the convo had and been gone. If he had he, said it during that part, part it would be normal. Yeah. But you don't know what was on his monitor. One. Well, he still was looking at Maria for well, sure. Well, we know yeah. what was on his but mind. I'm saying, they were talking about Chris Sims. They had already pivoted away from Maria. They're talking about Chris Sims. Yeah, Chris Sims, good to get rid of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Maria. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, you see, you see Maria? The problem for me is it was the only girl that was in the vicinity. Like, yeah. to point out the only girl. Like, he could have been like, man, Phil looks good for his age. He made another jo- I don't know. Yes. Like, you could have gone the man route. Like, or just cut it off at the laugh. <laughs> it was over. The moment like the, was the over. The moment when you were exactly right. <laughs> yes. The moment was over. There was no need for, Jesus Christ, Maria. <laughs> like, there was no yeah. reason for that. It, that's what, But then that's what lets you know those were the intrusive <laughs> thoughts. Like, his thoughts were stuck very, on Maria. Very true. Yes, well, like, I have never heard an NFL analyst as thirsty as Jason Garrett well, sounded with that. You, My put, goodness, Put Stephen man. A. Smith on that broadcast. Oh, for and, sure. And I guarantee oh, yeah. you. 
I guarantee you. Is Ken about to try his Stevie Maria, Maria Taylor with that scarf. Uh, and then we'd have to, he would be fired look, forever. Look, I don't know much f- about this football game. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't want to talk about the football game. Yeah. But Maria Taylor, yeah, right. let me tell you. And not to mention, like plenty of people have already gotten in trouble in media for talking about Maria Taylor and what she's wearing yes. and how she's looking. Yes. She's the last person on national television Please. you want to compliment anymore on how she looks. Just okay? leave it alone. Just, Just leave it leave alone. It alone. Whew, that's a good start. That's a good start. Coach Sala, why don't you uh, continue us here through our journey of a dog bleep Monday here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN um, 106.3. Dog. Did you see, read, hear anything you thought was dog bleep over the weekend in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The platform is yours, Theo. I'll be the one to do it because I feel like neither one of you two have leaned in on it okay. yet enough. <laughs> We're getting called out. Yeah, I feel like I, I would have started the show with this. But the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. just the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I could pick apart a piece or a unit or a coach or or the front office or Josh Allen himself, the Buffalo Bills, as it stands right now, I I looked this up on the New York Times. I feel like the New York Times, they're pretty credible. Yeah, they've they've, uh, got a decent track record over the years. They know what they're doing there. They're pretty good journalists. 15% chance to make the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills are sitting at 6-6. They had the prime opportunity to have the bounce-back game. You could even tell by the way the broadcast was um, being angled. This was supposed to be... Buffalo Bills bounce back into competency and make their push to make the playoffs. Lane Johnson, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. out for the Philadelphia Eagles. You hear the stat before the game, the Eagles are like 13-22 and 22 without Lane Johnson. Jalen Hurts and that offense struggling in the first half. The Bills rolling. Everything going right for the Josh Buffalo Josh Allen Bills. playing an objectively good game at quarterback. A, a, a sound game, a really good game. They get the lead, but there's something about this Buffalo Bills team where if they have a lead late or if the game is close late, they just seem to find a way to lose. And and one thing that I've noticed over the past two weeks with the Buffalo Bills, they legitimately don't trust Josh Allen. Mm -mm. Like, there's a – and I feel like at at a certain point, Josh Allen has to feel that whenever there's a pivotal drive or a pivotal moment, they've leaned way heavier on their run game uh, than they will lean on the decision-making of Josh Allen, and rightfully so. But in 2023, in a quarterback-driven league, when you have the quote-unquote alien behind center. Alien. And he's supposed to be contending with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Him and Joe Burrow are supposed to be the, the, the guys that are next up. And you can't trust to put the ball in this dude's hands for him to make a play. It is, it's jarring as a viewer. Yeah. Well, it's, to me, the one moment that stood out most with that is there's 22 seconds left. Look at that. After the 59-yard field yep. goal, you have a timeout. You are starting oh at your 25-yard line. And what does Sean McDermott do with Josh Allen under center who can change games with one throw and it played well? What happened there? He went the coward Mario Cristobal route, took a knee, oh and went goodness. to overtime and ended up burning him. Tell me you don't trust your quarterback. This is a franchise quarterback. This is supposed to be a generational superstar at the quarterback position, the reason why you go out and have a guy like Josh Allen at quarterback is because yep. you're going to ride him. You're going to use him and weaponize him. The defense doesn't want to get out there and go against Josh Allen, except for the fact that we've seen in these critical, crucial moments, Josh Allen make these uh, these elaborate, uh, these game-wrecking mistakes. And I think it's we're at a weird juncture right now with the Bills where it's like, I understand why they don't trust Josh Allen, 
I understand why on these game-winning drives or game-tying drives they're running the ball eight, ten times and keeping the ball out of his hands. But what, what do we do with that information yeah. going forward? Yeah. What do we do with the fact that Stephon Diggs leaves every game frustrated? What do we do with the fact that they're 0-6 in overtime games even though Roger Goodell himself stepped in to change the overtime rules just so Josh Allen could get a chance to have the ball, just so Sean McDermott can't trust him. Yep. It is actually puzzling to me as a person that's supposed to fear Josh Allen to see defenses and to see his own team do exactly the opposite. Mike McDermott is scared. Mike McDermott. Sean McDermott is scared of Josh Allen. Again, I can't believe with the way Josh Allen played yesterday <laughs> that they had him taking a knee with 20 seconds That's left crazy, with the timeout. Stone? It was pouring rain for four quarters. Yes. Like, it's, it's not a spot and where he you're played confident. extremely well in that pouring rain. He had just led a touchdown, a touchdown drive the possession before. I don't. The, the, do the discourse for Josh Allen is scheduled at this point, no matter the outcome of a game. He played lights out football against the best team going in the NFL right now. We're, we're not arguing that. That's why we're saying, what I'm is Sean I'm McDermott confused. doing? It's pouring rain. Like, the last thing you want is a pass getting tipped through a receiver's hands in field goal range, so, game over. Like, so there are things that go into the decision. As opposed to the alternative of losing in overtime? As opposed to maybe if Gabe Davis and, and Josh Allen didn't have a miscommunication, he broke off the corner, it was way too tight to the balance, you break off the post, Josh Allen probably made the right decision. Or what about with the time out, game over. What about with Josh Allen's yeah. arm and his uh, uh, mobility with one timeout with 20 seconds left, you try and get yourself in a field goal range like the Eagles inexplicably just, got themselves in a field goal range. I just told you why, though. Like, but, uh, you have an entire but staff. But what you, I'm saying is I think it's garbage. You have an entire staff. Staff on comms sitting there saying, hey, none of this BS. We'll take this thing in overtime. We'll take our chances, boys. You guys good? Yeah, we're good. Let's do it. Because it's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. Gabe Davis breaks off slips and somebody catches a pick down the plus 40. Yeah, you run the ball, call the timeout, and the Eagles send it home. Well, and now you get to blame Josh Allen. Well, These are like things but, you have to discuss. But nobody's blaming Josh Allen. We're blaming Sean McDermott. Yeah, everybody's blaming Josh Allen, right? I, it's the, the overtime discourse. It's this. It's the turnovers. He played but, lights but out But we're football. not. Everybody's not us. Theo and I, I just, are literally telling you why we think it was boneheaded. I think it's just as weird to see a guy with so much talent and skill. And I get his decision-making has been in question. But he has, he's he's he he does not have the trust of his coaching staff. It does not feel that way. No, he definitely and does especially. Not. But look at even the the, the game the game tying drive that he had, or the game the, when they took the lead late. What, how did they get all the way down there and score that touch or score that field goal? I think I can't even remember now. It was run after run after run after run, and they did the same thing last week. I forget who they were playing, but they let the whole game tying drive on run after run, and which is good if it's working. Yes, I, I agree, but it seems like. They're doing that on purpose because they know Josh Allen's going to throw the game away. Well, last week was the Jets. I see. I I, I view. Yeah. I view games in the pouring rain. The Bengals. Similar to how I I view when people count interceptions without willing to go dig and find out how they became interceptions. Like Josh Allen's interceptions, along with a lot of quarterbacks in the league. If you're not watching the game and a ball gets tipped right through receivers' hands and it gets caught, like we're going to put that against him. You're talking about why you run, run, run. It's pouring. Rain. Okay. He should be commended for throwing the ball 51 times right. last we night for over 330. Yeah. What we're saying, we are commending him. Despite the rain, he played extremely well, I, I and they should have given good. him another chance to play but extremely so, well so, in that situation. Then I'll just go against your guys' point. So if they don't trust Josh Allen, they let him throw it 51 times in the pouring rain for 60 minutes. That's trust. In a winning? For 330. Yeah. That's trust. You had the lead against well, the Eagles. Late in the fourth quarter. He got them there, and in a winning moment, they didn't trust him to not make a horrific mistake. It it could have been anybody. He's done it over and over, though. They could be playing Martin County High School 
for all anybody cares, but it's pouring rain. You all just, you have to it's do, not a decision that's easy all to you, make. All you have to go, go do is go to the first month of the season when they're playing Detroit, and in a similar situation, they had him winging the ball to get into field goal range late. All you have to do, difference between that and now with the, Josh Allen. The difference Allen, between that and now is it wasn't pouring rain and freezing cold right, in Philadelphia. The the Bengals, about, what about the game against the Bengals went on a, on a pivotal game changing drive? It was run after run after run after run. What about the time when they tried to give, they, put they, the ball in Josh Allen's hand to win the game? In the opening night of if the it, NFL this if it's year. run after run after run after run, maybe they're getting the box they want, right? There's one backer inside of it. You're getting the four down. You look, yeah. and, you, and that's the run, so that's the call. I'm sure the that— The Panthers I'm, throwing that, that now screen, that spot screen, like yeah. they had the call on that they wanted. Yeah. Like that safety was in the middle of the field. That corner's backed off yeah. at 12 yards. Right I'm saying, have to look. What yeah. I'm saying, what, what I think, though, out of all of this, I think what uh, at least Theo and I can agree on, that Bill's window is— but, and I agree. But that's the thing. Is like, so how did we get here? If Josh Allen is the guy that you're telling me he is, right, and Stephon Diggs is the top five receiver in the league, and you got all of these names on both sides of the ball. Bob when you talk about stars on the defensive side, you got, you got quote-unquote good play callers on both sides. Of the, like, who, who do I blame them for them being 6-6 six and six out of the playoff race in the AFC uh, this you know year? Who you do? If they've you, been mostly healthy. If you're Sean McDermott, you blame Ken Dorsey. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike in Boca on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's happening? What's going on, brother? I had a real good hot take, but I've been on hold so long, I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> well, I mean, but, you can still chat. But I really, I really do enjoy listening to you live on the radio, Ken, I have to say. I appreciate that, Mike. Are you a Bills fan? I'm a Jets fan. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Uh, I'm yeah, so baby. Sorry. And I have to. I just want to call. I just want to remind everybody: the only team that handed <laughs> both the Eagles and the Bills a loss this season are my Jets. So I, weird. What, what's funny about that is normally I would say, "Oh, that's such loser fan behavior." The state of your franchise, Mike. You can make a banner and hang <laughs> that this season. Like I am fully behind I mean, that. Thank you. I, I am. I'm behind that too. I'd love to have a banner. You know, <laughs> banners are cool. I think. Banners, I think are, banners cool. are cool. Even when, even when they represent, you know, something as as awesome as losing for a hundred years straight. Yeah, but um, but at least and I, blame, I blame nobody but Joe Namath. I blame nobody but Joe Namath because <laughs> he sold his soul to Satan. For Super Bowl three, oh and we're all paying the price now, <laughs> now for eternity until eternity. The curse of Namath, Mike. I appreciate the call. I'm sorry that you forgot your take because we were prattling on. Sorry about that, man. Um, uh, when when we come back, what I want to do is we can continue on with some uh, some dog bleeps here because tis the season, right? God bless. I don't know what that means. Uh the 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 amount of of mental uh, terror going on with Bill Belichick right now. I almost find it downright satisfying. Between yesterday and today, mm. Bill Belichick is going through it right now. And it just shows you the difference between where the Dolphins are as a franchise and a team right now and everybody else in the AFC East. Ugly. It is striking. It's a dog bleep Monday. Something you saw, heard, read that was abject dog bleep in sports over the weekend. We're here for you. Unleash it to the world. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Dog bleep Monday. Lavica, Theo, and Stone. ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hi, let me tell you about prize picks. My name's Ken LaVica, and I'm a trusted source as someone who has fun playing daily fantasy 
with the best daily fantasy out there, Prize Picks. I'm not only a spokesman, I'm a contributor and a player of Prize Picks. Prize Picks, promo code KLV, double your deposit up to $100 with Prize Picks. Monday Night Football tonight, need a little juice because Bears, Vikings, not exactly on its face, stimulating the senses. You know what, Will? A little skin in the game. A little Prize Picks. More than, less than, it's easy. You can play it with football. You can play it with hockey. You can play it with NBA. Mm. College football, yep. It's prize picks, promo code KLV. Double your deposit up to $100 with prize picks. Again, the best daily fantasy. That's prize picks. Don't forget that promo code KLV. We're in the midst of a dog play Monday here on the Vicatheo and Stone, here on ESPN 106.3. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Real quick, uh, what was uh, what were the uh, the main dishes in the, uh, the 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 I don't know if it was the Dorsey yeah, Thanksgiving. Was, we went to uh, we went to my fiance's um, crib, our fiance's family's crib out there in Minneapolis. Ooh, that was nice and warm. I bet. I, oh, it was so. Because I was looking at the temperature so for whatever reason, indoor game, but uh, Google has the temperature in Minneapolis for yeah. tonight's game, and it's 18 degrees. It was snowing when I uh, when we left yesterday. Mm. It was snowing um, as we headed out for the airport. I'm glad we missed the bulk of the snow action. Um, but no, they. Oh my goodness, her her pops is is like this. He's a master chef. The dude had all kind of stuff uh, cooking. Man, the ham, the turkey, duck. The duck was amazing. Penguin? Um, didn't didn't get the penguin. I requested it. <laughs> okay. I requested. He said penguin. I can't make that. Maybe maybe when uh, you've been married to my uh, my daughter for like five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to work my way up the ladder there. But <laughs> the for now, we're just right. doing duck. We're All just right. doing duck. Right. Um, mac and cheese, the yams. Oh my goodness, I, yeah. that's awesome. I, you're making me about to take another flight back up there that's through awesome. the cold to yeah. get some leftovers. Man. That's awesome. Stone, what about you? Because I know you have a bunch of different stops. Bunch of different stops. Um, I think the one that stands out to me was the pork. We had a little chicharron, and instead uh, I didn't eat any chicharron. Yeah, a little chicharron. Didn't yeah. eat any ham, turkey. I'm one of those ones. I'm sorry, I apologize. Oh, you're not a turkey guy, I not a ham guy. It's dry, right? I can go down the list. Whatever. So I stayed yeah, away. Well, no, 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 it's not dry Turkey's if it's not, prepared correctly. Yeah, the turkey I had was woo juicy. Did you not hear our guy from Pig Beach on Tuesday when he told us the brine? You got to brine it. You got to brine it for, for a long time before you put it in the oven. 169 degrees, uh-huh. he said as well. Uh, that's right. All those things. I mean, I had the fix, man. Uh, I had everything you could possibly imagine, of course. My wife, the uh, the, the three biggest dishes was her signature uh, uh, turkey she uses. She based it in uh, in a bunch of different stuff, but applesauce, or applesauce, apple juice is the base. It's awesome. Like, it's just good. It's I really, like really that. good. Yeah. Uh, she had uh, garlic mac and cheese. Nice. Uh, and then uh, these green beans. It wasn't a green bean casserole, but it was just perfectly prepared. It was awesome. So, uh, whew, man. I'm a big stuffing guy. A huge stuffing big guy. Stuffing That's my guy. favorite dish. Yeah. Uh, and again, Pig Beach, outside of the bird. Don't prepare it in the bird. Outside of the bird. <laughs> That's right. All right. You don't, don't do it inside the bird. All right. Uh, Stone, it is your turn. Uh, we're going to pass the baton to you. Dog Bleep Monday. Again, mine was, uh, why was... Jason Garrett so thirsty for Maria Taylor last night on NBC. That was really awkward. Uh, and then uh, Theo, Theo's Dog Bleed Monday is the Buffalo Bills, period. Yes. What in God's name is going on there on. with a team that is 10th in the AFC? Stone, what is your Dog Bleed Monday? So I need your guys' help divvying out the blame here. I'm not sure who to point the finger at for this, but I'm going the route of Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops, oh, Texas wow. A&M. Yeah. I, I need current, current and still Kentucky head coach. Current and still Kentucky head coach. But I am a young one. I've never seen this before. I, I don't know the timeline of events here. I don't know if this was played incorrectly and by who, so help me out here. But it went as such. Reports came flooding in. Of course, hey, Mark Stoops, 
Looks like he's taken this Texas A&M job. They just got to sign. It, it seems like it's all the way done. 247 was reporting it. Yeah. Pretty much everybody that was anybody reported yeah. it. And you're thinking, wow, okay, the deal's just about done. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if the narrative is true that this Texas A&M fan base, which is one of the worst, but maybe best, I, I don't really worst. know. No, they're the worst. They're pretty awful. Delusional. They're not out here. Yeah. I don't know if they, they hated it so much that Mark Stoops saw Twitter. Is Twitter that powerful? I also think that's a part of the dog well, bleep for me. And then all of a sudden... Mark Stoops tweets the the following, which I mean, again, I've never seen this before. I was I was astonished by this. Hey, I know there's been much speculation about me and my job situation the last couple of days. Like, what what are we doing here? What kind of tweet is this? It's true I was contacted about a potential opportunity this weekend, but after celebrating a big win against our rivals with players I love like family, <laughs> I knew in my heart. I couldn't leave the University of Kentucky right now. Mm-hmm. I have a great job at a place I love, and I get to work with the best administration and greatest fan base in college football right where I'm at. I'm excited to say I'm a Wildcat. So, so if Texas A&M fans loved it and, and brought him in with open arms, immediate reaction, does he take the Texas A&M job? I think this whole situation yeah. is dog blue. Based on all things that I have read and I've consumed, this was all going down on Saturday night. Uh, Mike Stoops emerged as the man who was going to be the Texas A&M head coach. Mark. It had, uh, Mark, I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, Yes, sorry. You're right, Mark. Mike, <laughs> where is Mike now? Uh, oh, he's the linebacker's coach for uh, for Kentucky, for his brother. Yeah, Mark Stoops was the guy, uh, and Texas A&M fans and boosters hated it. And so Texas A&M said, <laughs> psych, never mind. Like, come and on. so they backed away. And so then Mark went to Twitter. Like, oh, yeah, they contacted me, but why would I leave Kentucky? Yeah. And that's how it went down. It that makes was, the most sense. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what happened. Delusional fan base thinks that they're too good for Mark Stoops, who I think would he'd be no worse than anybody else. You brought in Mike Elko! Right, so then he went to Duke and got Mike Elko. So, I like Mike Elko. Uh, he's fine. He's fine, but I don't think he's any better than Mark Stoops. Better no. or worse, they even look the same. I right. mean, I, I, I have no but idea what was, we're doing here. It was the product, it, that was the byproduct of a delusional fan base, Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M. And then uh, Mark Stoops going into PR spin mode and trying to save his reputation in Lexington. The era of fan empowerment? I'm confused. You know what I think, though? And I think one thing, it's been floated out there, obviously, as well. But, like, that that shows me that there also was a divide within the boosters on if Mark Stoops was the guy. For sure. There was a divide already. There was already, It wasn't like the fans and Twitter was yeah, the overriding. Stone, this is not the fans. This is the boosters. The boosters this is the people that are decided. giving the money. This is the people that are paying the $76 million Jimbo Fisher I think it. you do got to divvy out the percentages, yeah. though, right? Like, you're going to give the, the, the higher percentage the to the boosters, right? They're, 80%. No. But I, I do think you've got to play into the fan base that sells 100,000 tickets. No, the like Texas A&M lemmings are always going to show up. They showed up with <laughs> Mike Sherman. They're going to show up for, for Mark Stoops. Yeah. Okay? I, think, I think the boosters... Were they were split on if Mark Stoops was the guy? Somehow it got leaked out that Mark Stoops was about to be the guy. So the booster said, "Oh, you want that money? Sorry, yeah. we're putting it elsewhere." I hear that, but so then I want to know what that war room sounds like when the boosters say no. Well, the boosters, go to Duke. We no. want Mike Elka. Ross like, Bjork, the AD. He says, "I'm sorry. Okay." Like that that's what happened. That's what it sounded I, I, so like. That's my need, recreation. We need yeah. answers at this point, and I don't think we're ever gonna get them on why Mike Elko uh, over Mark Stoops if we're if if the boosters are the ones assume, making the decision here. I would assume too. Well, I guess Mike Elko's just Mark Stoops got so much backlash and it probably was already a decision they didn't really like or a, enough of them didn't like that Elko was the guy that they went with. But if you think about Elko, like And Mark I don't Stoops, think about Elko a lot. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the point. 
you don't think about Elko. Mm-mm. Whereas Mark Stoops and the Stoops names carry so much gravitas. Even if you don't think you have an opinion on the Stoops, you kind of do. Because either you didn't like Bob Stoops or you didn't like Mike or you just have a funny feeling about Mark. There's so much more info on him, so there's more irrational reaction. Mike Elko, he's just a guy that made Duke a winning football program. Who has a negative thought about Mike Elko? No. I get it. I that's, get that's it. what I think. At least, like, that's why Mike Elko works and not Mark Stoops. But, but uh, I do think it's funny because you're right. I mean, what's the difference between Mark Stoops and Mike Elko? I'm not sure there is it's just much. like a it's pretty high school. I, I think it's pretty <laughs> like juvenile for this to be happening and Mark Stoops having to put out a tweet like like he's 15 years old, not 14 this time, 15. I, I can't believe it. By the way, uh, we talked about incorrectly Mike Stoops, uh, and he was former FA defensive coordinator. Um, uh, remember when I went to uh, Big Ten Media Days? Yes. Uh, two years ago, uh, when Mike Stoops was the defensive coordinator, and he told me to tell, uh, or Bob Stoops told me to tell Mike hello for him. <laughs> Bob Stoops was there working for Fox yeah. and told me at Lucas Oil Stadium, "Oh, hey, uh, good to meet you, voice of FA. You tell uh, my brother I said hi." No, you're his brother. Yeah. You you reach out. You to text him. him. You yeah, tell him hello. yeah. You 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 can text him. I don't <laughs> I don't need to do that when I go back to Florida. That'd be a weird thing for you to say too to, to him. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. No, I would love if even, Ken said if that. Bob, no, no, I'm just saying. What would, <laughs> but what am I supposed to reply yeah. to that? So, of course, it's Bob Stoops. So, I'm like, you got it. But I didn't know how else to respond. Yeah, like, yeah. no, you do it. Like, it was you weird. Like, hey, can you give me his number? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it made him feel weird. So bizarre. Like, Bob Stoops literally in Indianapolis goes, hey, uh, voice of FAU, good to meet you. Uh, tell my brother I said hi. What? And then I'm like, wait, are they estranged? Are they beefing? <laughs> What's going on? But then Mike went to go, uh, Mark. Mike went to go work for Mark. Yeah. And so apparently they have a good relationship. I have no idea. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe he just was making small talk to be like, hi, my brother's over there. I, I, uh, yeah, know? I hear you. Maybe it was just a small talk. Tell my brother thing. I said a hi. You know, it's like, so bizarre. Because what if you actually But that would be went, like Stone's like, how's your mom doing? And I'm, I'm like, oh, good. Tell her I said hi. Like, I don't that's know. That's weird. Oh, that would be weird. And uh, that also, sounded like a punchline to a joke. I'm yeah, that, that did kind of sound like a joke. I was waiting was for no, it. I know. Is this, a, is this like a, a mama, mama joke? joke? I screwed that sure. up. Yeah, I screwed that up. Oh, man. Oh. Um, <laughs> tell your mom I said. <laughs> that was not good. All right. I just walked into a mama joke. Uh, real quick, can we uh, can we have the EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week? Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. That's all it is. But there's a lot of airspace to cover for Milrow. Still looking. Firing. Near corner. It's caught! Touchdown, Alabama! Isaiah Bond! On a fourth and a mile! Holy hell. I mean, how? How do you screw that up? How do you screw that up? That is courtesy of CBS. That is the EDS Air Conditioning Coolest Moment of the Week. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They have been doing it since 2006. They are family-owned and operated. They are servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas, and they are checking your air quality needs. They, of course, have your AC taken care of, unit ducts. They have the whole thing working. Become a gold member just like Theo is and make sure that you're getting checked in on multiple times throughout the year so you don't have to have that desperate after-hours call. Uh-oh, my AC unit went out. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. Uh, plumbing matters as well with EDS, edsairconditioning.com. That's EDS, EDS is yes. Uh, for Jalen Milrow to stand back there mm. 
in that pocket. And what's weird, you look at the you look at the film after the fact, it's fourth and goal at the 31. Yeah. You've been harassing Jalen Milrow all game long. You rush to, that's fine. But there was a spy there. They had a spy on Milrow. For what is akin to a Hail Mary? Yeah. What are you doing? If he takes off, who cares? You don't need a spy. Why yeah. are you making it 10 on 11? That's so stupid. Yeah, 31 yards to go. Right. That's like, weird. What are you doing? So then you had the corners 20 yards off the receivers. But the problem is, if you look at the play, uh, receivers run post routes. On the left side, where this touchdown took place, the, the safety, who was in the end zone at the start of the play, all of a sudden cheats down yeah. to take another receiver and then the corner is left with about 11 yards between him and the back of the end zone. And that was enough for Bond to sneak back there, give a little push off in the back. And that was a shockingly easy catch oh, yeah. on that missile thrown by Milrow. That was a great throw. It was, That's a, great not, oh it was a great God. ball. But that ended up being a stunningly easy catch, all things considered, to win that game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. There's I, no reason for that. I love the new form of the Hail Mary. It's not just throwing the jump ball up, but trying to create these like one-on-ones or one-on-two situations with like one of your better receivers. It's it's beautiful, and it works. It works. We see it happen time after yeah. time. Save and drop, but they practiced that. Yeah. And also, I think that's my one takeaway, Ken. I, I, I like what you said. It made it look way too easy. It Both was the quarterback way too easy. and Isaiah Bond. Fourth and goal from the third and one in the Iron Bowl, and that was way too easy. That, was yep. way that wasn't a kick easy. six. That was a legitimate just like, Pitch and catch. Right. Come on, man. Right, right. Uh, when we come back, let's finish the show wallowing in the misery of Bill Belichick, shall we? That is Theo Dorsey. That's Stone the Bandwidth. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. A despondent Bill Belichick in just one second. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that are... S- specializing in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. W-E-E I this morning, Bill Belichick. He doesn't have a quarterback. His team is terrible. They're right now the number two pick of the NFL draft was to start today. Mm. And he's got rumors swirling about is he going elsewhere that were triggered by Dan Orlovsky last week on ESPN. Bill Belichick in a bad mood. Enjoy. Bill, there have been a lot of headlines surrounding your future with the organization and even some national media members, Dan Orlovsky being one of them, saying that you already have another destination set in place for next season. Do you have any comments on that? I'm sure it's it's annoying to hear your name in headlines when it comes to you specific while you're focused on this team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can you ever imagine yourself coaching anywhere else? I'm just trying to do the best job I can right now. Obviously, I need to do better. He is down bad. Sad. Get him in a hug, man. It's what happens when you lose the one player that made you a success. Wow. You should have just gave the dude credit, man. That's all you needed to do. Sometimes you got to give a man a little love. Show some love. That's all it takes. He ain't want to do it. No. Nope. He made his bed. As Maria looks good, doesn't she? You got to do your quick thing. Here's my Jason Garrett. Oh, my God, Maria. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you look so hot. Mm. 
That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.